indecent exposure. You were convicted of indecent exposure for the third time. That's exactly what it is there, Poindexter. It is four counts of indecent exposure. Welcome, indie music fans from Greylock Nation and around the world, to episode number 37 of Indecent Exposure. I'm your host, The Mongrel, and as always, I'll be treating you to some of the most brilliant and freshest tracks to be found in the Indiescape. I want to extend a hail and hearty welcome to the thousands of independent music artists who've arrived here from ReverbNation.com. We here at the Greylock Glass are thrilled to be offering these artists special consideration for inclusion in upcoming podcasts and streaming shows. I'll be clamping my ears into the headphones and giving a close listen to, let's see, how about Fear the Spider from St. Petersburg, Florida, MCJX from Hollis, New York, The Incurables from Westland, Michigan, Darby O'Bell from South Bend, Indiana, Cassidy Lynn out of Seattle, Washington, and many, many, many more. I, I am already so impressed by what I'm hearing, and I think you will be too in the coming weeks. Reverb Nation believes that do-it-yourself shouldn't mean you're all alone. Build your career with Reverb Nation's easy-to-use services and exclusive industry access. Check out all the awesome opportunities at ReverbNation.com ASAP. Today, however, we have a real treat of an interview with a veteran of the music scene who has just released an album that's been really kind of a first of its kind for him, but which has been in the works for close to a decade. Josh Rouse fought back the fog that comes from the international travel that he just finished and spoke to us by Skype just after he'd returned from Spain, where he debuted The Holiday Sounds of Josh Rouse. We get a surprising number of holiday music submissions of all genres each year. Most of the tunes are covers, and you know, some are really good. Of course, some are kind of kind of painful to listen to, to be honest. Uh, but what what really distinguishes this latest project by Josh Rouse is that he rushed nothing. Each tune has been crafted with artistry and imagination. Uh, Josh will be playing the Hilo North Adams. Uh, Massachusetts on Sunday, December 15th at 7 p.m. If you're in the area, I really hope you drop by. Uh, right now, let's go to that conversation with Josh right here on Indecent Exposure. Josh Rouse, thanks so much for being on the show today. Good morning. Good morning. So we, um, we're really lucky to have you in town. Um, you are one of the few... Uh, folks who has, I guess you're the first uh, uh, musician to come to the brand new Hilo North Adams uh, to play basically a, a holiday show. Um, I want to talk about your, your new album, which is out now, The Holiday Sounds of Josh Rouse. Um, but before we do, let's talk just a little bit about your background. Um, tell, us, um, tell us about your, your musical origin story. Well, you know, I started... Uh... I played several things in elementary school and then um, I became a rebellious teenager and turned to guitar and started, started bands when I was in high school. And um, it all kind of led from there to playing in bands when I was in college. And then eventually I went to high school and college outside of Nashville, 
which as you know is a big music city and um ended up moving to nashville after several failed attempts of being in bands and trying to get somewhere i just decided to do it on my own and, and that seemed to work and that was about uh when I was 25, I guess. I've been putting out records and touring the world since about that time, 1998. Wow. Yeah, the um, the the dynamic is, is very different uh, when it's, you know, you, you've got your, your solo uh, act, and you're bringing people in as needed, I guess really on sort of a case-by-case -case freelance basis. Um, and that's a lot different than trying to develop an organism um, that can, you know, where all the parts can play together. Um, what do you think the hardest thing is about trying to keep, you know, four, three, four, five, or more people on the same page when it comes to, you know, being a, an a, an active band? Well, you know, there's it doesn't even, you know, in all the best bands, there were one or two. Well, you know, you have your exceptions with people like the Beatles, you know, but those are the biggest bands of all time and are. So, you know, you have your writers in the band, and but everybody kind of wants to have a a say. It's kind of, I, I think it's, I was kind of always the writer, and then and then there was a couple other people that, I, I just never really, for me, it never really gelled with everybody's ideas, at least the recorded version of, we were all friends and we liked to do music, but it, it never really came to something that sounded like somebody wanted to hear a lot, I guess. <laughs> Um, so that, that's the hardest thing is to, uh, have everybody's creative input and then it turn out to be something that everyone agrees. Wow. This is, this is fantastic. You know, or right. this is great. And people are going to want to hear this. I think, um, for me, just having kind of one single idea. And then, like you say, just bringing in people to play the parts that I kind of had, um, that I could kind of do on my own seemed to work better. There were, there weren't too many cooks in the kitchen, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, um, a lot of, a lot of, um, folks forget that the word band, um, has a lot of different meanings and, and, you know, it often refers to an almost, um, sibling relationship, you know, a family relationship. Yeah. And yeah. When, yeah. So, I mean, like when you've got a bunch of people together who can gel just sort of, personality-wise, that's hard enough. But when you want to throw in yeah. artistry and, and musical judgment, that that creates some fireworks, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, everyone kind of wants to feel like they're, they're you know, they're being listened to, and, and uh, that's great. I, I've always loved to play in bands, and uh, uh, even the guys I've been playing with now, I've been playing with them for a long time, and I guess we are a band to some degree, but they kind of understand that they're my songs, and and they play. They come up with great parts for them, and uh, I've kind of found that later on in life. But as a in my early twenties and, and teens, it kind of never really found the right group of people to to make something happen. I guess. As a singer who can't write a song to save his life, I've always been perfectly happy uh, to let other people's creative vision rule. Um, and so I guess I've, I've been, I've I hear been, you. <laughs> I have been blessed with the, with the self-knowledge that there's some stuff I just can't do. Um, you said you've toured all over. Um, tell us about the touring experience for you. Um, you know, where have you been? Um, what, uh, what, what's, well, I realize that you're kind of in a, in a sort of, 
the space between the uh, you know what is known as sort of the glory days of you know, classic rock and the touring experience as say illustrated by the the film almost famous um we're kind of way past that um touring is different today um tell me about your experiences um well you know i've done it all i uh uh you know vans tour buses flying you know um a whole crew to just doing stuff myself when i'm in north adams i'll just be by myself for example um after being with the band so fly back and they've got some shows around here in nashville so um um yeah i spent some years touring a lot some years not you know i had a couple kids so when they were young i tried not to tour too much to be away from home but um yeah everything <laughs> all over the world mm. haven't been to japan which is unfortunate but uh yeah you wait you've never been to japan no, haven't. Huh. Well, you're going to have to go because, you know, I think every musician yeah, is supposed to be able to say, well, they loved us in Japan. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. but, uh, but you're coming to North Adams um, and it's, it's not Tokyo, but uh, it is in fact the smallest city in Massachusetts. Uh, have you been through the Berkshires it? before? Yeah, it's, it's uh, the smallest. I haven't, but my, the guy who plays bass with me, he's bought a home there last year. And he lives here in Nashville, and he bought a home there because he likes it so much. North Adams. It's um, it is a city in that is in the thick of reinvention, like many. Yeah, um, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah like many post-industrial uh, mill towns of the Northeast uh, and elsewhere, um, the manufacturing crisis, you know, the, the slowdown in, in domestic manufacturing left a lot of folks in the lurch. Um, and when you have a company town um, that is dependent on just one or two really big employers, um, that kind of sucks when it shuts down. And that's what happened here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now um, we have Massamoka, which is the um, country's largest contemporary arts uh, museum. And we have, and they put out shows. Uh, Wilco does a, uh, a festival every two years here. And then we have uh, Fresh Grass, which is a, sort of Americana bluegrass uh, festival and a bunch of other stuff going on here. So yeah, it's um, it's a good time to be in North Adams. Um, and I would, I would encourage you if possible to kind of come for an extra day uh, just to tour the place for fun, because there's a lot going on here. Um, that's my, um, Ooh, that's my, um, my, uh, uh, in my tourist bureau uh, as skit there. <laughs> um but uh no we, I, I i moved here for a reason too so anyway the um the hilo is a cool little venue because it is um, designed as a music venue it's not just you know a coffee shop that had a, a rickety stage sort of thrown up or a, a bar where you're sort of tucked way off in the corner um, but it's specifically renovated uh, to be a music venue and so it has been a real joy to have um, and you are going to be, you're going to be, well, not debuting, but you're going to be giving us uh, some first listens to, um, your new, uh, music, uh, release, the holiday yeah. sounds of Josh Rouse. Um, why holiday album? That's right. Um, good question. I don't know. I, I think, uh, I had been since about 2010, I've been, uh, writing a song around the holidays and, um, here we are nine years 
I guess I did it last last around last Thanksgiving, so eight years. And I said, yeah, I think I have enough to do a cool holiday album. So yeah, something different, you know. Yeah, you've talked a little bit about about it um, elsewhere. You have a, a slightly different approach to to holiday to the, the holiday albums. Um, let us know what um, what was your what was your take on on holiday album. Well, I um, I didn't. You know, I, I've learned, I've done a few of the of the classic, traditional holiday songs, but I didn't want to do a record in that, in that style. I thought, you know, enough people have done, and I see it now that I have a holiday album out, and I'm paying attention to who else is putting out <laughs> holiday singles or whatever. But, you know, most people do classic songs. Um, uh, my idea was just to do something that was Christmas themed or around the holidays, wintry and uh was um kind of fun or just a different spin on it, I guess, you know, not um just something original, you know, a new uh, some new fresh songs for for the holidays. That was my idea. Well, I just think it's brave. I I've got to say it's just brave to do that. Um I think it's necessary um because I think that holiday I did too. Yeah, I just uh, even the some of my favorite people are just kind of, uh, here's a, you know, here's, here's the, you know, the 12, you know, songs of Christmas now. And, 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 uh, here's our way of doing it. But I was like, Hey, let's, let's get some new ones. Let's throw some new ones in there. Maybe, uh, somebody will dig New York holiday or, you know, Slay brother bill or something like that. <laughs> you gotta, I think you've got to bring, you've got to bring some new, uh, new life into the season because, you know, holiday songs. Um, and even if it's not necessarily related to Christmas, but to, like you said, winter, I mean, a lot of our favorite songs yeah. actually don't mention Christmas at all, you know, like sleigh bell, uh, or sleigh ride, uh, yeah. jing jingle bells. These are all songs that are, you know, we think of as, as holiday songs, but you know, they are seasonal. And we love them, and I think that it's um, it's in our DNA to to celebrate winter and to sing. Um, maybe if we can hold a note long enough, maybe a little it'll end one day. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean we love it. We love our, our our New England winters here, but come like mid February, end of February, we're we're kind of done. Um, I'm ready for it to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what? Um, what was your inspiration for? You mentioned New York holiday. Tell me. Tell us about that. Um, you know, I just kind of came up with the song. I think um, a big inspiration was, um, I guess it was probably about, God, it must have been 15 years ago. I was on, we were on tour around Thanksgiving uh, in New York, and and we were just driving into the city in the van, and it started snowing. And a uh, guy, Mark Vasapi, who plays drums with me, he got in, he put a Charlie Brown Christmas in right when that happened. It's kind of like, uh, and this is fantastic. It's perfect soundtrack for this. So. Uh, I think that was kind of in the back of my mind when uh, I came up with the lyrics. Mm. Yeah, Vince Guaraldi. Um, that's uh, that's funny too because that is a soundtrack to a twenty-minute uh, cartoon, animated uh, cartoon, yeah. and somehow yeah, and it's like the biggest-selling Christmas <laughs> record of all time. But you know, it's not big outside of the states. Like people in Europe don't really know about it that much. Really. Huh. Weird. Yeah, you know, I lived in Spain for 15 years, and and uh, I'm always it's Garaldi, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas. And I'm like, eh, yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> well, I guess yeah. you're gonna have to. Well, you can always pull one of those out uh, and, and do a, your version of it, and they'll uh, 
they'll 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 get hey, to mine. <laughs> that's right. They'll get to know through you. Um, gosh, you know, I suppose you could have. Uh, what was the movie that was just about uh, yesterday? The Beatles. Uh, the uh, the musician yeah. wakes up to discover that no one knows who the Beatles are. Uh, I suppose that you could do just. Oh as... yeah, yeah. I heard about that. That's a great idea. Yeah, ima- idea imagine if um, if uh, you know you woke up and discovered that none of those Christmas songs had been written, but you remembered them all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Make a career out of Christmas there. Um, yeah. Mediterranean Christmas. Um, now, have you have you toured? Uh, you know, Italy, Greece. Uh, Southern Europe? Yeah. Well, I lived in Valencia, Spain. My wife's from Valencia, Spain. And oh. uh, so I lived there for 2004. I moved there and then just moved back to Nashville a few years ago. So oh. I was there for a long time. Interesting. So I spent many Christmas there. Tell yeah. us about Christmas in Valencia, Spain. Well, it's kind of like Christmas here. The food's different, you know, but families still get together and some of the music is slightly different, but, uh, it's probably warmer than, than North Adams. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, more or less, it's, it's the same thing. Um, like I said, just the cuisine slightly different, more seafood and jamón serrano. And, um, but yeah. Get a big old paella going for, uh, for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes. So tell me, um, have you played this? Have you played these tunes out uh, as a collection, or have you played them out on tour? I just got back from Spain and Portugal. Yeah, we just did some some shows over there. I got back yesterday. No, day before yesterday. So what kind of response? Still have you recovering gotten? from the jet lag. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, um, it was um, well, holiday records aren't really big over there, uh, but they're good. I mean, sold lots of vinyl and. Uh, People are just kind of hearing them for the first time, I think. But uh, so this really is a, good. This yeah. is a real treat for us. What um, you know, this is a podcast, a music podcast. We typically play at least one or two tunes off of a off a release. What um, what tune do you think we should uh, tempt or tease our our listeners with from that that album? Easy, e- Easy Man. Yeah, I like okay. that one. Okay. Well, I'll do yeah. that. Um, in fact, if I don't have that. Um, maybe, uh, maybe you can send me a, a link to, to download that. I don't, I don't think I do. Um, well, which one do you have? Do you have any of them? I think I just have the, Medi- uh, uh, the, um, Mediterranean, Mediterranean Christmas. Mediterranean Christmas? Well, which play is, that one then. That's all right, fine. that's cool. Um, yeah. So after this, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be touring, I, I suppose, north, the Northeast, uh, beyond, North Adams. I am, but North, North Adams is the last stop, and then I I fly back to Nashville oh, okay. and have some more, a few more things here. So okay. actually, before I'm there. Okay. Yeah. So what's uh, what's next? Do you have any other albums uh, on the horizon? Or are you uh, just going to be touring? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no big plans. No, I don't have any more um, album plans right now. I will be touring next next year. Um, more dates are coming in so uh you know, i have a, quite a few records i have about this will be my 12th or 13th record so um that's that's big no I, did, I, is it on vinyl as ahead. well it is yeah very cool yeah very cool um so and, 
Yeah, I'll have some with me, and uh, I'm excited to play there. Uh, I I hear nothing but great things um, from um, from my friend that lives there, and uh, I have another friend that owns a hotel there, that uh, a boutique hotel that I'm anxious to check out. His name's John Sturt. I think him and his wife own it. And uh, I've been meaning to get up there quite a bit, and uh, but just never had a chance to get up there. So this was a good opportunity, kind of on the back end of a of a little northeastern st- stretch to um, to check out North Adams. Well, we are excited to have you here. Um, and in the meantime, while uh, while you're making your way to North Adams, um, I guess people can visit you uh, on on the web. You are joshrouse.com. That's right. You are one of the the smart and smart and or lucky folks to have grabbed your your domain uh, that is your name dot com before it was <laughs> snatched up. So I will send people to joshrouse.com where they can actually check out the video to Mediterranean Christmas as well. So Josh, I yeah. want to say I'll look for you at the show. It's been great talking to you. Thanks for taking the time. All right, thanks a lot. Turns out. We do have a copy of The Holiday Sounds of Josh Rouse. So let's spin the track that Josh recommended. Easy Man, off this really distinctive album, The Holiday Sounds of Josh Rouse. Home on Christmas Eve as I often am Kids are stringing up the tree There's turkey in a bag
what did I tell you, huh? Original and very, very listenable. The whole album is now in rotation in my holiday playlist, and it can be in yours too. Yes, it can. As we do with every artist, uh, we've got a link to Josh Rouse's website in the featured in this episode section. Uh, that's usually right near the top of the show notes at greylockglass.com. Uh, from there, you'll have no trouble grabbing yourself a copy of that and other albums by Josh Rouse. Now, we'll probably include more holiday tunes in the next couple of weeks, just because it's so fun to see what other artists have get, you know, get inspired to create by this time of year. Uh, for the rest of this episode, though, we're going to crank up the intensity one song after another. In this set, we're going to hear from a couple of artists you may have heard on this show before. Uh, Independent Music Award winner Alicia Beale once again proves herself to be one of the truly most versatile artists out there with her cover of Radiohead's Creep. Now, as you know, I play very, very few covers on this show, so you know that this is going to be good. Uh, Singer-songwriter Dezingley makes his debut with the ethereal track Anna, with a little help from Leah Corti of the French chamber folk duo Raccoon Raccoon, whom you've definitely heard here before. But I think that we should begin this set with a truly infectious tune from an album that smacks of genius a little more each time I listen to it. Sam Miller gives us What You See Through is see-through of his 2019 eponymous release right now on Indecent Exposure.
Oh, oh, oh. 
sometimes a tune like Anna makes me think I should maybe create a separate podcast just for the the singer-songwriter genre. But even that bleeds over and into many, many other styles. It would be kind of pointless, I think. (sighs) I guess that's why Indecent Exposure sticks with this eclectic format. Maybe I'll line up some special episodes for 2020 that, you know, give the spotlight to, I don't know, like 10 artists within a single genre. We shall see. But again, that was Anna by DeSingley. And before that, we heard Creep, covered by Alicia Beale. And starting that that set off was Sam Miller with What You Can See Through is See-Through. In this next block of tunes, one of our very favorite teen indie pop up-and-comers, Canadian McKaylin Hay takes us to the deep end. Powerhouse vocalist and guitarist Kate Devon has just a touch of bitterness toward a certain someone who's now gone. But first, we take you to the Dominican Republic, where Aaron Matthew ponders whether or not Milos wants a mango. Enjoy. Lost what you wanted, forgot that you're conscious The microcosm quantum has become unreal 
responsive Doctor, I think we've lost Called the death and the time The patient's out of his body No, he's out of his mind Took everything he had in his life for granted Didn't know what he wanted Didn't know how he would manage But there's a difference to understand Between a want and a need Though you gotta ask yourself Do you really wanna know? Do you really wanna know? Doctor, I think we've lost him The patient's out of his body Doctor, I think we've lost him
I cannot tell you how much I enjoy hearing artists like Michaela and Hay develop their sound over time. At just 16 years old, she's really had the chance to try out a, a bunch of tools of the trade uh, in the industry that other musicians just don't get their hands on until a bit later. Um, and the same can be said for Kate Devon, who now is 18, uh, and her tracks are just drenched with an attitude and a professionalism uh, that's very likely going to open up some important doors for her soon. Which means that we should probably be getting interviews lined up uh, with both of them before they're impossible to get a hold of. All right. So this last song is something very special. As you know, the majority of the songs that we play come on our radar when artists get in touch with us via our email, which is indecent at greylockglass.com, and indecent is spelled I-N-D-I-E-C-E-N-T, as in indie, sent. Now, of course, we have truckloads of submissions coming in through Reverb Nation now, uh, also, which is freaking awesome. But every once in a while, I'm in the mood for something that hasn't quite found its way to me yet. Something different. And that's when I go on an indie music quest, which can range worldwide. And such was the case when I turned a corner in the far reaches of the interwebs and ran into the group Night Skies and Visions. Rocking the punk scene in and around Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, this four-piece fronted by female vocalist uh, Celine Chow embodies the raw, driving savagery that keeps your host, the mongrel, feeling young. In fact, this thrasher, Contempt, is a furious, frenetic, musical fountain of youth. And you heard it here first on Indecent Exposure.
disappoints me and sisters. That wraps up this week's show. Remember, musicians, uh, send me your music news and EPKs to indecent at greylockglass.com. Listeners, don't think we've forgotten about you either. You can leave us a comment below the show notes or send us an email to indecent at greylockglass.com with band suggestions or artists you want us to interview. Hope to hear from you. Till next time, Why don't you get indecent with someone you've got a mutual thing with? Take care.